man up. Seriously, St. Joseph wants you to man up. Happy first Wednesday of the month. I'm Gene Zanetti. You are coast to coast, spiritual coach from spiritual strength, building athletes of Christ, learning what true Christianity is, learning about devotions, um, the roots of our faith, the reasonability of our faith, and a lot of great things. All great information at Spiritual Strength. Make sure you're following us on our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, Spiritual Strength. A lot of it's under Z, Spiritual Strength. If you have any questions, email us at zspiritualstrength at gmail.com. Make sure you share these messages with friends because you don't know who's going to benefit from it. The first Wednesday of the month. Now, I know a lot of you have heard of the first Friday devotions to the Sacred Heart. Uh, the first Saturday devotion to the Blessed Mother, as per Our Lady of Fatima. But I just recently learned about a year ago or so about the first Wednesday devotion. So back in 1959, the Blessed Mother miraculously appeared to, to Sister Mary Ephraim in Cincinnati. Okay, so the Blessed Mother, St. Joseph, and Jesus appeared over a period of time and gave this great message to this, um, this religious nun and talked about and coming as Our Lady of America. And she spoke about the first Wednesday, Wednesday devotion and how it's very important to honor the purest heart, also known as the most chaste heart, of St. Joseph. Now this, with all private revelation, we have to always be very careful with it until it's approved by the church. So if I ever talk about private revelation, I'll let you know. This was approved, this is still pending. And obviously everything that we talk about with spiritual strength is 100% obedient to the magisterium. So if the church ever closes the case and says, no, this is not a, an approved apparition, we're done with it. But we will let you know if it's still up in the air. So anyway, this, had, this has church approval. So it's been verified that this was a miracle back in 1959 in Cincinnati to Sister Mary Ephraim, Our Lady of America. So the Blessed Mother appeared in, in St. Joseph saying that, they want St. Joseph to be, his, his most chaste heart, the purest heart of St. Joseph, to be honored on the first Wednesday of every month with two, two things specifically that we're going to do. And if we do these things, St. Joseph will give us many blessings from heaven. Okay, so, and it will take care of us. So, number one is we go to, we go to Mass and we receive the Eucharist, obviously in the state of grace, but with, with the dispositions of St. Joseph when he first received Jesus in Bethlehem. So at the birth of Jesus, receiving Jesus as St. Joseph first received him when he was born. Okay, a great meditation that I like to do with this, I like to go to the book Mystical City of God of, um, um, not Anne Catherine Emmerich, that's um, the Dolores Passion, but this is um, Mary Agretta, Venerable Mary Agretta, who had mystical um, revelations and locutions, and she saw um, what happened at Jesus' birth and throughout his life and Mary and everything. So she actually has a little, like a, like a page dedicated to how St. Joseph felt when he first uh, received Jesus. So you don't have to do that, but the bottom line is you, you receive Holy Communion with the intentions of receiving Jesus with the dispositions of St. Joseph. That's number one. Number two, you recite the joyful mysteries and you meditate on St. Joseph's role in those five mysteries, okay? So in, the, in those situations, again, I like to use the book, The Mystical City of God, because we hear about what actually happened during the life, the hidden life of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, right? From um, venerable Mary Greta. So it's a credible source, 
These, vi these visions were approved, the church's stamp of approval. So these miraculous occurrences, which were blessed to have many of them in the Catholic Church, got the seal of approval. So I like to read, I like to read that to meditate upon how did St. Joseph tie into the five joyful mysteries. But you don't, have to, you don't have to get that book, The Mystical City of God. I recommend it. But you could just imagine how is St. Joseph feeling during the Annunciation, the Visitation, the Nativity, the presentation, the finding of Jesus in the temple, thinking about St. Joseph's role. Now, this is so important because as we started off this uh, pod, we spoke, we're speaking about manning up. And I really think that's why St. Joseph really stepped in in a big way in 1959. He was always involved. Okay, St. Joseph was always involved. Think about it. Jesus being God and Mary, the mother of God, and St. Joseph was chosen by God to be the father, the protector of the Holy Family. And the Catholic Church has recognized this since early, early, early Christianity, that St. Joseph, for that reason, is the patron saint of the universal church. So we know St. Joseph's role is very important. That's nothing new. But St. Joseph comes in a big time in 1959, right around the time where men are starting to get soft. Okay, as men, we forget who we are. We let society dictate what we're supposed to be. And basically, we get weak. We get feminine or effeminate, right? We're basically castrated. We can't be men. And what does it even mean to be a man? Even saying those kind of things, it's, oh, is, is this sexism and, and feminism and all these different kinds of isms, right? What about Catholicism? How about that? So masculinity and as men, we're supposed to be leaders. We're supposed to be spiritual leaders and spiritual fathers, especially in our family. And St. Joseph had divine authority over Jesus and Mary, the two greatest people to ever walk the earth. St. Joseph, who is clearly objectively lesser than them, right? There's no doubt about it. Jesus is far above, is far above everyone. He's God. Mary is far above everyone else except God because she's the mother of God. And St. Joseph, who is by far lower than them, even though he's far higher than us, he has actual authority, had actual earthly authority from God over Jesus and Mary. So he was called to be the spiritual protector and the provider of the Holy Family. And that's what men are supposed to be, protectors and providers. And we have to get back to authority. That's what Catholicism is all about. Okay, and we're not talking about authority like in an authoritarian way, but authoritative. So in psychology, I remember making that distinction. There was a distinction between authoritarian parents which are just, you know, you know, just always heavy-handed and this is it and that's the only thing, right? And then there's authoritative parents, which sometimes that means being strict and being tough and doing what you have to do to keep your kids in line. But there's a difference between authoritative and authoritarian. Okay, so we're talking about authoritative. And when it comes to that, men are supposed to be the spiritual fathers of families. And sadly, us guys, we drop the ball. A lot of times the fathers and the husbands they turn it over to the wife to raise the, raise the kids up in the faith. And that's not God's plan. If you look in St. Paul, the father will be held accountable for the upbringing of the children. The father will also be accountable for the mother, for his wife. Okay, and it says when St. Paul says that wives serve your husbands, husbands love your wives um, as Christ loved the church, right? A lot of times that's not really spoken about. But what does that mean? That means the husband actually has divine authority over his wife. Okay, so the wife has to be obedient to the husband. A lot of times you hear priests don't talk about it, and that's the reality of the situation. The husband has authority over his wife, and the husband and the wife have authority over the child. And this is not a power play. This is not a power play. This is divine authority, 
And again, anyone who's in the position of authority has a greater responsibility and will be judged more strictly by God. So the husband has to use that authority to, to imitate Christ. He dies for his wife. He dies for his child on a regular basis. And so help the man who abuses his power as a husband and as a father, he's going to be judged very strictly. So all the early Christians saw this. This is what the church has always believed. For some reason, we don't talk about it now. And St. Joseph wants, wants men to grow a pair again. In plain English, he wants men to grow a pair again and to be men and to stop being led. Okay, it's not saying that, okay, it's, it's great, like, men and women both contribute something. The greatest human being was a woman. Mary is the greatest human being who's ever lived. There's no doubt about it that's objective. Jesus was not a human being. He was a divine being. He had a human nature, and he had a divine nature. But the greatest human being was a woman, okay? But St. Joseph still had that divine authority over two people that were greater than him, Jesus and Mary. So men, we need to take the reins again, and we need to be leaders. And that's what women are looking for, for us to stop being soft, for us to stop being weak. And it starts with having a great devotion to St. Joseph, the patron of the Holy Family. And I find myself now as, as, as a newlywed, as of not this past June, but the June before, and new father as of five months ago. I, I, I'm praying to St. Joseph all the time. And on, on first Wednesdays especially, we really want to remember St. Joseph by receiving communion with the dispositions of St. Joseph when he first received Jesus and praying the joyful mysteries uh, meditating upon St. Joseph's role in them. And actually, I also heard that this, this is not a substitute for the glorious mysteries that you're supposed to pray on Wednesdays. This is an addition to, so we're not taking something away, we're adding something to it. But let's get back to St. Joseph. Men, let's step up. Step up, it's time to step up. Me too, this goes for me too, this goes for all of us. We need to pick it up, we need to act like men, we gotta stop being soft, we gotta be leaders, and we gotta bring this church back to where it once was with God's grace. Make sure you share this video. Make sure you get this out. You never know who could benefit from this, but we need men to step up now. Please help us with this message. Again, Spiritual Strength, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our podcast. We're constantly going to be pumping great information at you. God bless you. God bless your families. And happy first Wednesday. Never forget it. Mark it on your calendar.